Hello everybody. Good evening. This week is Parsha's Bahaloischa. And we're going to be learning the final uh, chapter of the Halachas of Rafua. This is part six. And we're going to try to go through, again, more exceptions uh, when you are actually allowed to take medication or medicate yourself on Shabbos, even though you're not actually sick. You're just um, suffering from an ailment or some other thing which we categorize as a, a mechush. Obviously, the halachas of refu are, are complex. There's a lot of different applications. There are a lot of different cases. So in all situations, it's uh, worthwhile to ask a Shiloh because many different heterim can be applied or combined. So these are the, these are the basic rules, but there, there are others as well, obviously. So <clears throat> last week we began by discussing one of the exceptions, which is uh, that it's permitted to take a medication if it's a uh, regimen, which means you have to take this medication for more than a week or for 10 days or for a few months, and then you're allowed to take it on Shabbos even though it's only treating something which is a minor ailment uh, or even something that's just perhaps um, superficial, not even a, something painful at all, it's just uh, aesthetic or, or other reasons, you are allowed to take medication. That's one exception. One exception is when it's a regimen. The next exception actually will be very very relevant this year um, is when you want to take a slow-release medication on Shabbos for not its effects on Shabbos, but for its effects after Shabbos, which is relevant this year because Tisha B'Av and Shabbos B'Tamas fall out on a Sunday. Uh, I mean, it actually falls out on Shabbos and it's Nidhtet to Sunday. So uh, many times that's what people want to do. They want to take a slow-release Tylenol that only starts releasing its medication 12 hours later uh, or some kind of a fasting aid pill, which is also similar. You'll see a lot of them on the market this year before Tisha B'Av and before Shabbosar. But the Shaila is, can you take that on Shabbos if it'll aid you in fasting on Sunday? So essentially it, sh- it has two inherent problems. Not One, obviously, is a question of refuah, but there's an additional question that your hachana, you're preparing, you're not preparing on Shabbos for Sunday. So my uh, my former Rishkel and Rabbi Rav Shlomo Miller from Toronto, he allowed this. He said it's mutter to do both, um, and he explained that being that the medi- medication has no effect now and you're not sick now, so therefore it's not included in the gzera of refuah on Shabbos. You're not sick and it's and it's not having an effect now, so therefore it's permitted. And as far as preparing. Uh, he said it's not called preparing because it's uh, something that you're doing right now that actually starts to go into effect right now. And it starts, it essentially starts working right away. So it's only called hachana when what you do uh, is the, the whole, the sole uh, effect of what you're doing is for Sunday. Like you're cleaning up the table so that on Sunday or Matzah Shabbos it'll be clear, but it has no effect for Shabbos. That's when it's hachana. Whereas this starts having an effect right away. Right, that, that point is a little bit of... A little hard to understand, but in any case, the bottom line is that he allowed it, and we're going to run with that. So you you are allowed to take those medications on Shabbos. Now, he went even further, and this is also quite relevant, is that he said that any time you're taking a medication which is similar to this, which means it's not a honest-to-goodness medication, like a, fa- like a fasting aid is not really an honest-to-goodness medication, um, and the, you're doing it to preempt a problem, it's allowed. So, for example, he said you can take Tums on Shabbos before you eat so that when you eventually eat, it shouldn't affect your stomach. Tums is not an honest-to-goodness medication. It's like a... It's just, a, you know, something you do to balance yourself. So, if you do it before you're sick... 
it's allowed. If you were to do it after your stomach is hurting, that would not be allowed, because then you're doing it, it doesn't make a difference what it is, you're doing it to heal yourself. But if you do it in advance, that is an exception. He says you wouldn't be able to take Zantac, which is also for indigestion, but that's a real medication. So this wouldn't be a heta for a real medication, it's more for these things that are not real medications. Um, and he held, um, I believe he held that Tylenol is like Tums, believe it or not. He held that Tylenol also can be taken in advance to preempt the headache you're expecting to get. <laughs> so, um, you know, if your kids are very, you know your kids are going to be very bored, so you know you're going to have a headache after Shabbos, you can take the Tylenol in advance so that you don't, uh, you don't get that headache. That's what he held. Um, now, one, one thing I get asked often is about allergy medication, that people want to be able to take, their aller- take it every day, and they want to take the aller- allergy medication in order to, uh, to, to, to stop them from having the effects, symptoms of an allergy. Now, the problem is allergy is not something that's a, a regimen. It's not, you happen to take it every day, but you don't need to take it over a month, over two months, over three months. You just take it every day because you want it to heal you every day. So allergy medication has a problem. But there is another heter, which, uh, again, if it's a real, it's a machlaikis, or Maisha doesn't allow it, but other places can do. So it's only, I would say if it's a serious issue, which means allergies really make it difficult for you to function, and, and it's covered up breeze, you're going to be blowing your nose all the time. So you can apply this other heter. This heter is an interesting one. What you do is you take the pill, allergy pill, and you dissolve it before Shabbos. You can dissolve it in anything you want, in a drink, in uh, applesauce. And then, but the key thing is, though, the this dissolving has to be done before Shabbos. So you dissolve it and prepare it before Shabbos, and then you can take it on Shabbos. So this is not just for allergy medication, it's really for any medication. So it's a good thing to know that if there is a Shasad Chak here, and there is a reason why you will need to take this medication, and it really will make your life, you'll be very uncomfortable on Shabbos without it, so this hatter can be used for Shasad Chak, which is that you prepare it in advance, you dissolve it, and then uh, you take that food on Shabbos. As far as I understand, it doesn't compromise the medication. Sometimes it whatever you dissolve it into doesn't taste all that good, has a bitter taste, but that is allowed. That's something you can do. Now, the fourth uh, exception is when medication is taken for something that isn't really a refuel. For example, diet pills, right? So that's not really healing you, it's just helping you diet. Uh, Caffeine pills help you stay awake. Birth control pills, obviously. So all those are allowed. Now, if someone can't sleep and they want to take sleeping pills so essentially that fits into this as well because it's not really a refuah it's just difficult but um it, there there are some places that do prohibit it and they do consider not being able to sleep as a chayli as if there's something wrong with you um and therefore you shouldn't do it unless it's a shasatak again it's a, you're suffering now often if you can't sleep you are suffering so that might go without saying but you shouldn't take sleeping pills just out of matter of course you should only take it if you really need them Another example of this is vitamins, right? So vitamins, if a person is only taking vitamins because they take it every day, uh, and they, they you know, feel that it adds to their health, their general health, so many, many places can allow that, because again, it's not a refuah, it's just adding to your general health. Uh, there, are the, there are those that hold you shouldn't, so I would generally tell people that you know, if you don't have to take it on Shabbos, don't. If you're pregnant and you're taking multivitamins, do take them on Shabbos, or iron, take it on Shabbos. But otherwise, if you don't really need to, don't. Now, if you're taking the vitamins because you're suffering from something, for example, when someone has a cold, they take vitamin C, or they take echinacea, then you're actually healing yourself with the vitamin. That everybody agrees you can't do. So the only thing that we're saying is allowed is when you're taking this medication just to add to your general well-being and not actually to, uh, to heal anything. 
Another question is about doing exercises on Shabbos. So now we're going to discuss when you're doing exercises to actually treat a problem, right? So let's say for physical therapy, you hurt yourself and you need to do these exercises or whatever other reason, you're doing the exercises to treat an issue. So then there's a distinction made that if the exercise causes you to sweat, there's vigorous exercise, that's not allowed, but all other exercises are allowed. So let's say person hurt their legs. They need to do some stretches of their leg and stretch their knee and bend backwards and forwards or their back. So those aren't vigorous exercises. Those may be done on Shabbos. But if they would need to do a vigorous exercise to work up a sweat, that would not be allowed if it's for the sake of healing yourself. However, if the reason why you're exercising, there's nothing wrong with you. You're exercising because you enjoy exercising. Uh, you like what it does to your general health. So that, even if you sweat, is allowed on Shabbos. Uh, so their kids are allowed to run around and play on Shabbos as well. But... Exercising is not a very Shabbos de activity, so it's not uh, recommended, but it is allowed. So it is, it is allowed, it's, it's something which is allowed because it's not being done for the sake of Rufu at all. Another example of something which is not a healing substance at all uh, is sunblock, insect spray, and these kind of things. Also, they may be used on Shabbos because they're not healing anything and they're all essentially just preventative. So these are, as you see, it's a little complicated. There's a bunch of different heterim, and there's examples of what may be done on Shabbos, what may not be done on Shabbos. In this category of mechush, of ailments, where essentially is the main category that refuah is aser, we went through five different possible heterim. One is if there is a regimen, that's what you'd have to take it over a month or a day or 10 days, etc., etc. You can do that on Shabbos. The second was if you're taking something on Shabbos which will only have an effect after Shabbos, like a slow release, or it'll have an effect later, like Tums, as long as it's not a real medication. That's another hetter. Number three, we talked about uh, dissolving it in, in uh, food before Shabbos. is allowed. Number four is when it's taken for something that's not really a refuah, like diet pills, caffeine pills, sleeping pills, etc., vitamins. Um, and lastly is doing exercise for physical therapy as long as you don't sweat it's allowed and like I said again if you have a shayla it's good to ask it because there are, it's very complicated and there are many different possible heterim that can be applied as Hashem next week um, I'm thinking of doing uh, the halachas of Amir La'akum but what you're allowed to ask a guy to do on Shabbos if you have any suggestions or interests you can let me know otherwise that's uh, that's a topic I will I will uh, I will, will be starting